0: Welcome to Go Break the Ice, where Abby Goulet and Victory Ice talk to cool people cool people right and today's show features go break the ice's first collaboration with another podcast library life is a podcast hosted by jenna and Shayna, where they talk about all things library and some things not which they've been doing for the past at least two years uh their topics are really interesting and they answer questions like do we miss having customers at the library and episodes like kobo versus physical books and while i am behind i would definitely recommend checking it out uh, jenna and Shayna are both They both work at libraries here in town and are also friends of mine that I met at a church in Kitchener, at my church in Kitchener. They're both super friendly down to earth, and we have lots of Bible study inside jokes and great conversations over the years, which is crazy to me to say that I've been at Benton for years now. Jenna was also the very first person at Benton to notice my Blimey Cow bumper sticker, which I will never forget. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, welcome to the show, Jenna and Shayna Hazard. Thanks Thanks for having having us. us. (laughs) Very exciting to have another podcast another set of podcasters on the show
1: yes welcome welcome I know it's funny when you guys started it I was like oh I hope they ask us to be on the show but I didn't want to be the person (laughs) that was like I'll be on your show (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny because
2: Abby mentioned it a long time ago so even though we're just now getting to it um I definitely remember her talking about this like ages ago so
1: and that makes yeah, me feel we're <laughs> Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, no. collaboration. Good time. I don't have to edit this podcast. I so. know. That's the nice thing. <laughs> Even Isn't it
3: so nice?
1: <laughs> but wait, do you want us to say who we are so they know our voices? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm Jenna. I'm Shayna. <laughs> I realize that, like, we always do it at the beginning of ours, and I'm like, oh, they're going to... People don't know us. They'll be like, oh, who are those voices?
0: <laughs> it's funny because I was like, we didn't do that with Mel and Seth. And then I was like, oh, yeah, well, done." it's <laughs> kind of <laughs> <this>. it's <laughs>
2: obvious with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We would love
3: to know a little bit more about what y'all do and why you do it. Uh, okay. Well, I work at the public library in the children's department. I this is, I've been working at the library for 12 years. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I should also preface that by saying that I started when I was 16 as a child <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> Anyways, yes. <laughs> um, I really love working at the library. I love the community that I'm in. And I love the fact that I can help kids find the books that they want and, you know, I don't know what else to say about my job. It's great. Tell them like
1: what you actually do. What I actually I work at the children's department. Just uh, <laughs> hang out in there. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: I basically work the
3: information desk in the children's department. So people come in and they're like, "Hey, I'm looking for like this book," or "I'm looking for books on this topic," or "Do you have anything like?" Like parents will come in and they'll be like, mm, "My my child is struggling with this. Do you have something that that they need help with?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I know the collection very well, and I know um, children's items I don't really know what else
1: you're yeah. also very good at summarizing books yes <laughs> Shana's very good at that I'm not <laughs> <But> she is <laughs> uh, yeah Jenna what do you do yeah so I work at the library as well we are both library sisters but not at
3: the same library
1: not the same library
3: that's, <laughs> that's right interesting
1: <laughs> I did work at Shana's library for a little bit um, just as an on-call staff, but I work at a separate library, and I work in the adult department. So I work in information services and local history. So the main part of my job is in the local history department, and that includes um, digitizing. That's a huge part of my job, is taking our physical collection and making that available online. I also do a lot of reference work. So people will often email um, or come in. And if uh, they're looking for information, a lot of times people want to like research their house or their business or something. And I help them do that. Uh, there's also like always weird questions, too, with local history. Like, why is this landmark like this way or whatever? So it's like I, a lot of times I'll be like, oh, it's like Nancy Drew, <laughs> and a little history detective. Um, and then the other part of my job is working the information desk. So like the same kind of thing Shana does, but for adults. Mm-hmm. So um, that's like my paid job. And uh, I also, I work part-time and in the other part of my time, I'm a writer. So I write, I'm working on a book right now. Um, I have another book that I'm working on selling right now and then do a little freelance stuff here and there. So that's, that's my, uh, that's my career. <laughs> career sounds like such an adult word. <laughs> well, we are adults. I know, we are adults now. <laughs> We've been adults for a long time now, but you know. <laughs> That's
2: us. That's nice. So now I feel like I know how to, where to go if I need some children's book recommendations, which is (laughs) definitely going to happen if I'm a teacher for primary grades here. Um, And then the history side of it is really cool to me. Also, uh, Jenna, that you were talking about uh, researching and Nancy drewing it. We could call that.
1: (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. And like it was interesting because when I started in that position, I didn't know anything about local history. So I probably spent like the first six months to a year just like fake it till you make it, hardcore. You know, like <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know how to do any of this. And then you just learn, and now I'm like oh yeah, check this and that. Yeah. La, la, la. So anyways, cool. it's it's interesting for
0: sure. (laughs) Do you get like, (laughs) I like how Victor was like, that was very interesting. My first thought was like, what's the weirdest thing I've ever asked you at the
1: information (laughs) desk? (laughs) At the information desk? (laughs) That's like, sure. That's crazy. Well, because you guys
0: Um, both do information
1: desk stuff. So I figured you both
0: have a story.
1: Yeah. Well, if we're talking about local history in particular reference, I don't know why this one popped into my head right away. Because there's like so many weird things that happen when you work with in customer service. Okay. Like anyone has had a customer service job. Like that guy. What was his name? <laughs> the one who worked at chick fil Malachi. In- <laughs> yes, Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> He'll understand this. Yes. The customer service struggle. But I had this one guy come in local history and he was like little rough looking and like that doesn't mean anything but like you know you assume mm-hmm. certain things based on your initial interaction and he's like yeah when when I was a kid we used to go out in the woods and I found this like this little cave we used to play in and I'm wondering if I could like figure out whose land that was originally on and he's like we were wondering if maybe it was like a cellar or something so we spent quite a bit of time looking through the historical atlases trying to and he couldn't quite remember where, where this cave was when he was a kid but he kind of <laughs> The general area, so I spent a lot of time looking at historical atlases, trying to maybe figure out who the original landowner was. <laughs> but that I don't know why that just sticks out to me. And then finally, like so the person he was with, I have a friend or whoever, was like, Okay, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> But that's not Game even really up. that weird. But but that's one just popped into my head because it was like you could kind of tell he didn't want to tell me the whole story about what happened in that cave <laughs> and what else was <laughs> going on there. Okay, but, that's really funny. But yeah, just like, like the trespassing like
2: part, that. or yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> or like I don't know, he was hiding things in that cave or what was going on. It's <laughs> a
3: smuggler's cave.
1: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that just popped in my mind. I don't know,
3: I don't have as colorful a story as working with kids, but I definitely have some like interesting, like, requests yeah. that I get. Like, I think the, the last one that I got, and I was like, huh. It was a, mo- a mother came in with her like daughter who was, like, maybe 10 or 11, and she wanted me to give her daughter some book recommendations, which is part of my job. So I said, sure, what type of books are we looking for? And she's like, well, my daughter doesn't totally love to read, but the books that she likes to read, they have to have, like, lots of pictures in them. Okay, no problem. So I'm going around, we have some, like, Books in our like fiction section that have are basically graphic novels, but we like put them in the fiction one. So I'm pulling all these books for her, and then I could tell that her the daughter was just like not having it. So then finally the mom says to me, "Um, "The pictures need to be in color." And I was like, excuse me? And she's like, she doesn't like black and white pictures.
1: <laughs> oh, because like, like there's pictures in chapter books? There's pictures in chapter books oh, that I are so. all... that Because like, it's like more expensive to print books. Yeah, like, like, like illustrations.
3: The yeah, illustration. Okay. Like she wanted almost like a graphic novel comic, but in novel form, but in full color. I can't look <laughs> that stuff up on the catalog. Anyway, so I was like, huh. Okay. But I did manage to find some. And the other the caveat to this is that um it couldn't the characters couldn't be people, they had to be
1: animals. So. <laughs> I love that. Oh my wow. word. It's so, so like, more Okay, crazy. okay. <laughs> and then there's like one detail that's like it has to be this thing. You're like, what? <laughs>
3: yeah. So she wanted it to be like funny, like book with like animals is the main gift.
1: so wait is it not just a graphic novel what you wanted which is what I
3: ended up giving her but it was like the mother was kind of giving me vibes where she like really wanted her daughter to like read an actual novel which is something we come across a lot yeah at my job and I'm just like just let your kids read what they want to read they'll be fine (laughs) but yeah so I did end up giving her some a mixture of like I was like, "Here you go," and the, they were very happy. And, they, and the mom came back like a couple weeks later and was like, "Those books were amazing. Now she wants more." And I'm like, and
1: like "No!" And I'm like, "No!" no I-, like- <laughs> <laughs> I gave you all of my. That's <laughs> funny.
0: Passionate time. Passion time. Uh, <laughs> I guess. What is something you
3: guys are passionate about? Uh, okay, well, I was thinking about this, and I think for me, it's definitely helping people. Um, and also, like, I'm really passionate about, like, literacy and, like, early childhood literacy and, like, getting people, like, especially kids, like, into reading books.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I think is so interesting about that is that I remember when you were applying for the job in the children's department, you were mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I really want to work in the children's department. I'm not sure. Like, maybe <laughs> I'll just take it and see how it goes. Yeah. And now you're, like, super into it, which I think is cool. Yeah. yeah, That's what I'm passionate about is- yeah <laughs> that's cool <laughs> I feel like okay I had our time with this because I am one of those people who I like to have my fingers in a lot of different things and I like to try a lot of different things and I always have a lot of different side projects going on so it's like hard to nail down what you're passionate about but there's like different planes of passion right like so I'm a Christian and obviously my foundational passion in life is to like love God serve God and enjoy him forever if you will to borrow the quote who is the one was it gabe Gabe and seth yeah so it's like because it's like a piper thing right like i'm gonna misquote it so I, i won't quote it but you can look it up like piper talks about it where he says like you know basically the best way to glorify god is to like be satisfied in him and enjoy him forever so like that would be like the foundational thing that every all my other passions stem from but in terms of like a more concrete day-to-day passion would be like in regards to making art and like creating content and writing and stuff like that it would be I'm really interested in the idea of making big ideas that are like complex and like things that the way we look at the world and all of those things that are expressed in art making that accessible to the everyday Ooh. person because for example when you like read literary novels if Mm -hmm. you will so you know those fancy books if you will like the classics and stuff like that how many people are like I don't want to read that that's boring you know and (laughs) I think there's like this idea that's like if you read genre fiction that's like um you know like a romance or fantasy or whatever like oh that's like regarded as lower but I'm like why can't we use those ways of telling stories and making art and still have, like, say big things in them, but make them accessible to people. So, like, whether that means, like, paring your writing down so that it's not, like, full of, like, crazy exposition or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know that's a little, like, it's still, it's still a little bit unformed in my mind, but the idea of, like, you don't have to be smart or you don't have to be educated to, like, be able to consume some sort of art or writing or books or whatever to, like, understand big ideas and engage with big ideas about life. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's just something I've been thinking about, like, I think there's a lot of snobbery mm-hmm. when you go into that kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. world, you know, like with especially with writing, like, that's yeah. how I come into it, because I'm a writer is like, Oh, like, you know, these books are better than these books, because of all these reasons. And like, if you read this kind of thing, you're just like, looking for something, let's just gonna turn your brain off. And I'm like, why can't we bring those together? And, like, I always try to think about, like, what's something my mom would read? Because mm-hmm. she's not the type who's going to be reading, like, you know, sitting down and reading the next, you know, Pulitzer Prize novel or, like, the one that won the Giller Prize or something like that. Like, she's not going to sit down and read those books, but she's going to sit down and read her, like, Mennonite romance. And I'm like, how do we bring those together? <laughs> well, and, those like, are addicting. Don't do no, talking too enough, much. Though. And, like, <laughs> but, like, why, like, we all like that. Like, that's just an example. But, like, we all are drawn to those. So why can't we use that kind of stuff to still, like, challenge people and, you know, do what art's meant to do? Mm -hmm. So, anyways, that's kind of my, like, (laughs) (laughs) area, pie in the sky passion (laughs) that's been developing lately. It's just, like, bring things down to earth and make them accessible to the everyday person, you know. But still challenge people and not just be like, you're too dumb to understand this. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really cool.
0: (laughs) I was gonna comment on both. Uh, well, I feel like victory. Haven't you talked about being passionate? I don't know about passion about reading, but like you've helped kids read before. Like, oh yeah, the things- I mean that's
2: basically been my job for the last seven years. I um, am an instructional assistant. That's my title, but really what I do is pull small groups of some of the lower learners mm. and build some of the really foundational literacy skills for them. And that's what I've been doing for about six, I would say, if not more. Of the seven years, about five or six of those years I've been doing that. So, yeah, uh, definitely have some similarities there. <laughs> definitely trying to build kids' uh, enjoyment of yeah. reading and just learning. Of course, I've been working with kindergarten, so it's not quite, you know, we can't just start reading books or anything like that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but if we can build the foundation, then when they get older, they can get into the books. So, yeah.
1: I like that. That would be cool just to teach a kid how to learn how to read. I don't know. I feel like that, that's a lot of pressure to <laughs> learn i enjoy
3: okay i my job part the reason i love my job is like getting the right book in the right kids hands mm. and kind of like because part of working in the library and we have talked about this on our podcast is that like part of my job is to have no judgment and i don't have any judgment on like what people want to read or like there's no like because oftentimes we'll get parents that come in the library and library and are like all my kid reads is graphic novels and i want him to be reading like and like a physical novel and a real I'm, book a real book is kind of what they're
1: book
3: I'm snobbery saying. book snobbery sorry <laughs> <all>, i just <laughs> want to be like no just let your kid read what he wants to read he will get to those novels when he's ready and it's like you're gonna like basically like get rid of the love of reading from him by forcing him to like read yeah. books that he
1: doesn't want to read. Anyways, mm-hmm. i'm very passionate <laughs> yeah like that. Mm-hmm. for sure I
0: and mean, then i thought it was cool jenna your passion is like I could kind it could kind of tie to design a little bit, like taking a kind of a complex problem and trying to find a solution for it. Like I sort of resonated a little bit with like just my job as well. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting that you like, like taking something that's kind of ambiguous, especially a lot when I do like, I don't know, the system I work in is kind of complicated or whatever, mm-hmm. or taking a problem that somebody has and like blowing it up, but then also making a really simple solution for it. I was like, oh, that's kind of like, it's very, it's along the same lines as Jenna's passion. So I thought that yeah. was cool.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like because like when you are writing, like you're not really writing to like answer a question, but like rather at least how I view it, it's like you don't write to tell people what to believe in, but you write to maybe reveal something about the human condition. That sounds so snobby, but like you know what I mean. Like you your job is to just reveal the human condition in a way that will make someone think, Oh, I never saw it that way before, or I never understood life this way. Cause normally you would think that would be reserved for books that are like you know, above the normal reading level, <laughs> but bringing it into stuff that's approachable for people. And I think like you're right, Abby, it applies to so many things. Like how do we bring big ideas and make it approachable for people? Yeah. I was thinking about it too. Like even just like when you're doing like a uh, like ministry or something, Like, mm. like I'm a youth leader at our church and it's like, how do you take huge ideas like about the gospel and stuff and you know bring that into something a teenager can understand which is something this is like a tangent but <laughs> which is something that's like super cool about the gospel mm-hmm. is that it's like so simple well, it's accessible to everyone yeah like a kid can understand it like mm-hmm. but also like as an adult you can like study the bible for your whole life and still like be discovering new things so anyways it's just it's an interesting idea It's cool
2: All right, well, our third question is not really a question, but it is actually story time with the guests.
1: So what's a story you have for us? So I was thinking a lot about what story I was going to share on the podcast. And this is a very, like, Canadian story. Or if you ever, if you grew up in a snowy area, this is something that you have experienced. So this is the story of how I learned to drive in the snow. Yes. <laughs> and I think everybody has a few experiences in their life where they be, they go from like the amateur driver to the, I was going to say pro, but I'm not a pro, but like the not so amateur driver in the snow. So I was really afraid to drive in the snow when I first got my car. I got it when I was halfway through university. So, in June. So in June, in the summer. That's right. Yeah. And I had like saved up for this. It was such a big deal. It was so great. And... I was like, okay, no, no problem. I hadn't really done a lot of winter driving on my parents' vehicle when I was learning, when I lived at home, because my mom was like, no, no, that's, don't do that. That's, you're not ready for winter driving yet, you know? (laughs) So I was like nervous to winter drive. And I would just like avoid driving if there was snow, you know, where it's like, oh, I'll just like not go out. Or like if it was snowing on a Sunday morning, you'd be like, oh, we need to go to church this week or... I would just take the bus to work. (laughs) You know, you kind of avoid it. And we haven't had really, really bad winters the last few years. So I haven't really had too big a problem. But there was two experiences where (laughs) I really had to just suck it up and learn. Like trial by fire is what I would call them. So, the first one, I was trying to think back, and I'm pretty sure it was, like, the January or the February after I got my car. So, like, I had made it... Because normally in Canada, where we live, the winters last from about, like, what would you say, Abby? Like, December to March? Or yeah, late November? Yeah. Lately, this, the snow's been coming later lately. Yeah, November to, like... And then there's
0: also April. Kind of sucks, but it's not always snowy.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, that that's kind of the window. So, this is, like... I'm getting closer to the end, but not quite the end of winter yet. So I'm like, maybe I'll make it through without having to do anything really hard for my first winter. So my mom was in the hospital, and she needed a ride home. And, like, my dad was working. There was, like, our family doesn't live in town. Like, there was no no one else to do it. So I had said I was going to drive her. And, of course, that morning, like, huge snowstorm. But I was like, I had to drive her. Like, there was no other options. So... (laughs) I like drive down and I, when I went to the hospital, it wasn't so bad. Like the, like the roads were, it was just starting to snow, you know? And you know, when mm-hmm. it snows and all of a sudden there's a lot of snow and you're like, how did this happen? And it comes on really quickly and it built up while we were waiting for her. Cause we were waiting for like one of the doctors to come and like sign something off so she could leave. And I remember looking at the, my watch being like, didn't he say he was going to come at this time? And like looking out the window, you know, doing that, like. What's gonna happen? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That nervous, like anxiety building as the snow is building. So but I had to do it. I just had to do it because I had there's no there's no other option. I mean now looking back, I'm like, she could've taken a cab, but <laughs> that's a little, that's a our mother harsh. Was the hospital, Jenna. I know. A little harsh to be like, take a cab, I'm afraid to drive. Take a cab. <laughs> it would cost like a million dollars anyways to do that. So finally I just I pull up the car. And my mom, luckily she was still like a little like out of it. So she was not like projecting her anxiety about when you're driving <laughs> off of me, which probably helped. <laughs> so we get in the car and we're going, and like the roads are slick, and like usually they plow the roads pretty quickly mm-hmm. and you're okay. But this was before the plows were out. I'm driving and my car has automatic brake system in it, ABS, So if you're not familiar with that, what that is is when you push the brake, you feel it like pumping the brake under your foot. Like it's like boom, 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 boom. Like so instead of you um pumping the brakes, this car does it for you. And I had never ha- experienced that in my car. Like I knew it was there, but I didn't really know what it did. So I'm like driving and I push my brakes and all of a sudden it's like, like the, the automatic brakes are going off and I'm like what's this what's going on so like something that's supposed to help me I'm like what because <laughs> my parents when I was learning to drive it was broken in their car like we had a minivan yeah. and it was like the automatic brake system was broken It was just fine you don't need that so I never knew what it was and because you were skidding a lot in the snow it was like going off so I thought it was like a problem but I'm like whatever we just have to do it so finally I get her home I get her settled and I think I was supposed to go to class I was in university so I was supposed to go to class but I was like I'm not going to class this was too much <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up later online I was like oh that was actually a good thing that like pumping on the right like the tapping I was like that that helped me so that was my first one so that kind of built my confidence a little bit I was like mm-hmm. okay okay ABS so then I you check. know yeah. yeah and I was like okay this is what it feels like and then it would have been like the following year you know mm-hmm. I was. I would say I was like 75% confident, <laughs> but then following year, we had another surprise snow incident Yes, that really oh, no. solidified my skills. So this was the end of March. It was like the last day of March. Yes, it was our cousin's wedding. Yes, and normally by that time, you you're, were pretty clear of snowstorms. But it seems like every year we have like a fluke that comes late in the season. And we, the crazy thing is the wedding was supposed to be outside. <laughs> so we went to the wedding yeah. and it's funny because we had us, the weather was fine. Like we were yes. all sitting outside for the wedding. And then the before the ceremony started, it
3: started to rain. Yeah. So they were like, oh, everyone like, you know,
1: take an umbrella. umbrella. And then it was, and then someone was like, yeah, no, this, it was like pouring, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so We all went inside. We all went inside. This is like part of the story, but not really, but it's interesting. Cause like we all went inside and they just did the wedding and the reception area. So they just like walked through the tables and they got married. It It was great. (laughs) It was fun. It was good. Good time. So, but the fact is outside, we have pictures earlier in the day. We're outside, no coats, no jackets, no nothing. Yeah. And we like, everyone's outside taking pictures, whatever. And then we dance, you know, late in the evening. Not very good. Our Baptist blood. We're not good dancers. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyways so no, we stayed just... late to dance <laughs> yeah. and have a good time with our cousins and family whatever and then they're like we could have stayed with yes. family but I was like no no we're just gonna drive home it's a two hour drive we get going the rain had shifted into snow but like the snow that doesn't stick like the wet snow and you're like oh whatever so we get on the four hour we're driving we're driving and the snow starting <laughs> to stick and I'm like uh, excuse me this is not what's supposed to happen this time of year
3: and it was like blowing snow at us oh. yeah
1: So I'm driving, I'm driving, and then you know the music goes off. That's when you know driving is getting serious (laughs) when you turn the music off. Focus here, and I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. And then like we get like you know an hour in, and we're not we're so it should take two hours. We get an hour in, we're not halfway. And I'm like, okay, the snow is building, and I'm like starting to white knuckle it on the steering wheel. (gasps) Like we can't
3: see like the lines for the lanes
1: or anything. And it's like and I can feel the car like hydroplaning oh, at certain shoot. points like under the overpasses like where the snow was where it was just wet and not so much snow and um there was this like truck in front of us so I think like <laughs> looking back I'm like, like I joke around it's like Jesus take the wheel but like for real <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um like that truck like there was a truck in front of us his lights I was just like following him because there was you couldn't see where any of the lines were and I was like okay. Hey, I'm just going to follow this truck at like a safe distance. We're going and I'm like white knuckling it. I'm going like 50 on the 401. So that's 50 kilometers. I'm going so slow. <laughs> yeah. And all the cars behind me are going so slow. And I'm seeing the exits pass. And I'm like, should we pull off and yeah. just stay the night If We somewhere? hit the halfway mark, like London. Yeah, London's our halfway mark. And I was like, okay, you know what? We're halfway. We're just going to push through. We're going to push through. So we're driving. Two hour trip becomes three hours and we finally get into town everything is just covered in snow and like normally you're like wow it's so beautiful because like the snow kind of piles up on the tree branches and it yeah. looks all nice but I was just like done I, I don't even know if I had a coat like I was wearing my little yeah. dress for the wedding yeah. short sleeves and like I got home pulled in my hands were like tense from holding the wheel right <laughs> and after that it was like the worst driving experience ever but now I'm like I could drive in the winter I, <laughs> I, I, I did that I can do anything yeah, so but, uh,
3: I think it was like a four-hour trip home I think should...
1: it was, four hours. Like, I can't it was remember. four hours yeah so that was that, that that those are my my two stories of how scary. I learned winter drive and now I it doesn't bother me like I don't have any anxiety about winter driving because it's like once you do that a few times it's like okay If I've done that bad, I can do the average snowy day in the city, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah that is my my story about how I learned winter drive. (laughs) And yeah, it's like it's so Canadian, but like (laughs) <laughs> it's something i think everyone yeah did you have that abby like a new victory did you guys feel like you had, had a couple
0: like small ones where you like go up to the stoplight and you press the brakes and you don't stop yeah. <laughs> you're like uh <laughs> or that like one good. time i was in the car with uh my sister and her now fiance but at the time boyfriend mark and uh also someone else I think. And he got on the phone with his dad. He's like, Hey dad. And then I like took the corner, I guess, a tiny bit too fast. And all of yeah. a sudden it's like whoosh like the back end <laughs> just like Whoa. Yeah. and it's like, Oh my gosh, we're gonna die. But no, it's fine. <laughs> it was, yeah. But yeah, like you totally when you feel that like your car feels like a
1: feather you're like oh no (laughs) when you're doing coming with a steering wheel and your car is not changing on the road yeah Uh.
0: (laughs) I'm not really scared of it anymore I mean as far as the ABS thing I just jam on the brake it's just like brake I just feel it I'm like I know the car's doing something if
2: I feel that I know I feel
1: now that I know what it is it's like ah comforting
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm more along the lines of if I don't have to be somewhere and the weather's (laughs) bad, I don't go because I hate driving in snow, even like a little bit of snow. But also I was going to say one of the first times I hung out with Abby, I don't know if she remembers this or not, we were driving up north to go to an indoor water park up there and then it oh. snowed really it was freezing like really yeah. really cold oh. and then it started to snow a lot and they actually stayed in. they, they <laughs> we drove up separately because they were going to continue on to Canada her and Janae her friend Janae yeah. Um, yeah. and then it snowed really bad and so we ended up driving the two hours back down oh, to yeah. where I live I and it was a, I think it was kind of a slow go and then you ended up staying overnight again another night yeah. because of the weather so it was just kind of funny That we've had some snowy travels together, I guess.
3: (laughs) I have a fun youth group story. Ooh. I feel like those are always a good time. So I think I must have been in, like, grade 9 or grade 10, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So we were going out on a hike as a group. And um, I should preface this by saying this is about – this is the first time that, like, cell phones – came out i with think like, it was like
1: when the iphone first the first yes. version of the iphone came out
3: and it had a gps in it and with a map that you could like find your location and everything right so this is the first like instance that it had it. so we're going on a hike to i can't even remember where it was i want to say it was allura gorge but i don't think it was so essentially we get out on like on the trail and our youth group one of the youth group leaders like has his new iphone and he's like (laughs) i'll lead us because i have the map on my phone and um, it will be great
1: yeah and there was like path and like different paths already in the yes.
3: park. Like it know. wasn't just like a wilderness that we were yes. discovered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like a legitimate like like there was a trail and a stream and everything, right? So um, Ben was the my youth our youth leader at the time yeah. and he was like, "Follow me, I got this map." So we ended up going like way way off trail.
1: Like we were going like <laughs> uphills and downhills and like no civilization in sight. And you know we what like- I think caused that? It was also when geocaching, another throwback to one of your episodes, oh, the guy talked piece. about geocaching. Yeah. It was when geocaching was kinda of like big. You know how I don't know if it happened where you where you live, Victory or not. Well, there was like a geocaching had like a moment, yes. you know, when we were teenagers. Okay, I think it was probably like just within our group of friends. Yeah. <laughs> it had like a moment. Yeah. And... I
2: didn't know what it was until Zampi, I'm pretty sure. Oh
1: really?
3: Yeah.
1: And um that's why I went off the trail to find yep. a stupid geocache. So I don't even think they found it. We did end. not find it,
3: but we were just like, <laughs> and it was like, I'm like, we're, we're gonna get lost in this wilderness. We're just gonna live in the wilderness now because yeah. there's like no nowhere.
1: It was so no discouraging. More. It was
3: so discouraging. And we were like there's a bunch of like teenage girls that like don't really know how to like we're not hikers right yeah. like and we're all just in like our like crappy little tennis
1: shoes anyways i had a new pair of, you <laughs> yes. i had a new pair of running shoes that got ruined
3: yeah so, so we were that. like so we finally get turned back around to we come so it's been like way longer than it should yeah it's supposed to
1: be like a two-hour hike
3: yeah five so hours around and we're on the other side of the stream that we need to be on like the river oh no. like we've managed to come all the way around so we were all like oh no and this is not just like a little like inch deep like calm little stream it was like an actual like
1: yeah like Probably I think- like you know we or four meters across yeah high.
3: so it was like so we had to forward a stream at the end of this like <laughs> long thing so essentially Ooh. it was so funny we came around and there was a bunch of like Asian tourists on the on the proper on the proper path and they were like Ooh. taking pictures of us as we were like <laughs> <laughs> oh fording the stream and I remember <laughs> there was this like log that was across it that we could like kind of like shimmy across on it or you could like go through the water but
1: yeah it was an untender And then thing. at the end there was all those stairs you had to walk yeah. up. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like it was like in a gorge. It must have been a Lauren. Mm, there was yeah. a gorge. And like the stairs are like these mossy concrete stairs that are like <laughs> two inches wide. Yeah. And you have to like go up it's probably like three flights of stairs. Yeah. And you're everyone's tired of crying. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so like <laughs> crazy like youth group story oh yeah yeah we made it
3: back alive and we never ever let Ben direct us
1: yeah like
3: ever again because it was so ridiculous and he lost that privilege
1: (laughs) the iPhone can't be trusted
3: but yeah so that was an eventful youth (laughs) event
1: (laughs) yeah that's,
3: that's uh, I just like, I'm sure there's some Japanese tourists that have like pictures of us, pictures. like
2: of oh, like I like, <laughs>
1: like Good thing social
2: media probably wasn't as big back then either. No, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs>
1: that's funny.
0: I'm gonna ask our next question then, and then we're gonna head into some Ooh. games. So, what is something not many people know about both
1: of you? So, I have two things. The one that I think is truly that people don't know because I don't—I only really picked up on it myself recently—is that I have vivid dreams every single night.
0: Oh, that's
1: cool. I know. I was trying to think about it when we were (laughs) discussing how we're gonna answer the questions, and I did never really noticed it because, like, you know how they say you everybody dreams every night, but you just don't remember you dreamt. I Mm -hmm. always remember my dreams and like sometimes I'll remember it first thing in the morning but then if it's not like anything interesting I'll forget it later in the day but like I always wow. know I've dreamt so like I and every night I dream <laughs> and I checked it this week to see my <laughs> <given> episode, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I yes. wonder if this I wonder if I do dream every night and I checked every single night this week I dreamt. so wow. yeah usually wow. it's like stuff that's it's never it's funny I say they're never fantastical but like in the past week I dreamt about being on a spaceship and like time travel but normally that's not normal like normally it's, all it's because i like,
0: keeping track I think so <laughs> I'm thinking about it too much <laughs>
1: but like normally they're dreams of like everyday things that could happen like real people I know and stuff like playing out things that have been in the back of my mind all day so it's like you know if I had like an argument with someone um sometimes this is gonna sound nuts when I'm explaining it but like if I've had an argument with someone sometimes in my dream will resolve it and then in the morning Ooh. it's like ah oh, dang I still haven't resolved that conflict. <laughs> and resolve it That's in my dream. yeah or like if there's a long time like you know how you drift apart from friends and stuff over the years If I had someone I drifted apart from and never really like close the close the friendship like you know not like you know how it just happens. That's just life. You drift away. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll dream about meeting them up, meeting up again with them and like having some resolution to the friendship, which makes it sound like super deep, but like, <laughs> or it'll be like, sometimes I imagine like, or I don't imagine, I dream this, that my, like my boss is like mad at me at work or something, or like a <laughs> colleague or something is mad at me about something. And then I'll go into work and be like, phew, that was just a dream. They're not actually mad at me. <laughs> but yeah, I dream vividly every night wow so that's, that's my wow. secret act, and my second one that some people know is that one of my things I like to do like to wind down my evening not every day but a few times a week I play sims and I listen oh, to I like this. a <laughs> podcast or I listen yeah. to your guys podcast pretty much every time like every time you have an episode out, I listen and I play sims or I listen to sermons <laughs> it's like a <laughs> podcast or sermon so lately I've been listening to a lot of Matt Chandler and um that's my other thing that not I do. I have talked about it because I talk about everything, but Sims <laughs> it's not I widely knew. known.
0: I don't think I knew when, but I did know that you were an avid Sims player. It's
1: like in yeah. an the evening, and I don't like play. I just build. I don't do gameplay. I build houses. So I build a house, and I like. Yeah. I feel like I'm redeeming my time by like listening to something, or listening to a sermon. So <laughs> that's I just. I think each like other, other a lot. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so I think that's why. Because normally I'm like, ah, oh, gaming is a waste of time," but that's how I get around it in my. Brain,
3: so. Um, I also have two things one some people probably know that I can play the violin oh I didn't know not that. very well do <laughs> you play victory yes I saw your thumbs up yeah um That's you probably cool. play much better than me because well so I took lessons for, like, six years, but I haven't touched it in, like, four years, kind of a thing. And I wasn't very good at practicing. And I just... <laughs> I enjoyed the experience of learning. <laughs>
1: experience.
3: But I'm not naturally gifted,
1: and I can't, like... I can, But I can read music, so... Okay, yeah, but, like, saying you're not naturally gifted something is like not a good reason to not do something. Because like no just one is does naturally
3: for me and you I have to don't work at it. I think, well, I
1: don't you, know, you, you, you don't have to do it. i just hang in general. <laughs> You're making me feel very guilty. I'm about sorry. <laughs> you should do whatever you want. You should do whatever you want. That's right. <laughs> Within reason. <laughs>
3: and um the funny thing about that is our grandmother tells me all the time <laughs> that she prays often <laughs> that I will pick up my violin and play. Oh, yeah. my word. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Mm. Um, so maybe I'll pick it up one day for her. But <laughs> I
1: think you I should
2: can... do it for sure. Yeah. Um, and then record yourself, and we'll put it on our Promises cats yeah, segment. okay Um, but but real quick just because you brought up your grandparents and violin playing I I kind of like you stopped playing for a long like I hadn't played I used to play at my church and then we um, stopped leading worship at the church so like I wasn't doing that anymore and then while I've had a lot of time at home I decided that I was going to pick up my instrument again and play and I did it pretty consistently there for a while and I was living with my grandparents during part of that time and just funny story so I'm playing it upstairs in they were downstairs. And when I came down, my grandpa was like, were you playing the trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, similar. what? <laughs> 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 or he was like, it sounded like horns. Was that your violin? And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, that could be a compliment, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I That's just thought <laughs>
3: um my second thing that Jenna told me that I should tell people is
1: I don't even remember what this is
3: it's how I eat my food
1: oh yeah I love this this is
3: so funny I eat like so also you have like a dinner of like you have your meat potatoes and your salad I will eat like all of my salad and then all of my potatoes and then all of my meat (laughs) I do not take like a bite of one or the other and I just that's just how I've always
0: that's how I've always time I do
3: that (laughs) <laughs> and Jenna makes fun of me every single time. Well, because, because I only you eat the thing it. you like last. Because then you eat well, it. Yeah. And then I just judge, like,
1: yeah, that's just how I do it. But, like, I only noticed it, like, what, within the last year or whatever? Yes. And, like, you've been doing this your whole life, yes. and I just noticed it. So now I'm like, oh, you're doing the thing again. Because, like, <laughs> we must have been eating, like, something fast food. Because it was, like, I knew that you would like to eat all of your fries and all of your hamburger. But mm-hmm. I didn't know it extended out into <laughs> all the other meals as well. Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm Look, like, okay, I but, do. I totally do that.
1: But thank like, you, Abby. Let me ask you a yeah. question, Abby. So when you <laughs> eat like a turkey dinner, do you not like have a little potato, have a little corn, have a little turkey, like, or do you just be like all my turkey, all my potatoes, whatever, whatever? I think it's
0: more so all of each one because I don't like corn that much, and I usually end up Same. having to eat it, so I'll eat I eat all mean, the corn That first. is a
1: tragedy. I love corn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like corn.
0: Corn and then yeah I will eat I will portion it out because I like the there's one thing on the plate I like the best so I eat all the other stuff first and then but it's like all like in one thing yeah I totally get that
2: thank you unless
1: well, it's like... something that's
0: supposed to be eaten together I guess but but so, like, yeah, do you uh... mix
1: like would you put on your fork like some potatoes and some meat at the same time mm, probably not See, victory is not high
0: five shana
1: <laughs> yes victory like way in what is your take on
2: this i mean yeah you have i mean i i would eat i definitely eat my potatoes with i would eat potatoes with like green beans yeah and meat Ugh, all at the same ruins time the potatoes I mean, you eat green <laughs> no, with no like yeah. the, the no the meat needs something like i've always needed something with the meat yeah. like whether it's bread or whatever yeah so i definitely would eat it together
3: Wow, and wow, I've like done that. this my whole life. And I don't even think about it. That's just how I. Eat I didn't
1: think about it
0: until you said. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I totally <laughs> do that's that. Probably
3: why you don't
2: like soup because you don't like things that are mixed together. So see, like the really thing is, that. is it's like
3: I enjoy soup, and I yeah, do you though because I feel like there's like two soups. I, I enjoy <laughs> stew. Same. There's <laughs> yeah, like there two soups
0: I like, and stew is great because all the stuff stew is, is the best. separated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe that's where it comes <laughs> from. Anyway, Somebody researched this phenomenon, write yeah. like, a paper about it, and send it to me. But yeah, Th- Those are our facts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a great
1: fact. I can relate. <laughs> Hashtag relatable.
0: Now is the time for Speed round. Speed round! So, we'll do the same thing we did with Mel and Seth, uh, where each of you will get a minute to answer as many questions as you can, and then your combined total will count as your our non-existent leaderboard score which victory did actually write which i we haven't posted yet what is i it sent this to abby me? a long time ago and she's done
2: nothing with it i will
0: eventually i will need called more
3: people.
0: out <laughs> you gotta put that on your promises kept thing oh uh, i will eventually all right are you ready vic yeah on your marks, get set, go. You wish you were a professional. Writer. If you could close one restaurant, what would you close? Wendy's. What did you eat for lunch? Risotto. <laughs> favorite thing to do on a Friday night?
1: Uh, Well, I always help with youth. I don't know what's my favorite thing. Like, yes, it's my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite day of the week? Saturday. Would you rather talk or text? Talk. What is your favorite game?
1: uh sims what's your favorite nickname no nicknames allowed what's your favorite (laughs) song i don't have one
0: what's your favorite holiday
2: christmas on a scale of one to ten
0: how good of a driver are you uh eight favorite fill in the blank taylor swift is awesome what superpower would you choose
1: teleportation
0: we are at time,
1: right at Ooh. Time. <laughs>
2: That was pretty good. That was actually, yeah, I mean, if you doubled it, it would be really good, so.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay, the pressure's on me.
1: <laughs> okay, wait, can I explain the, the no nickname thing real quick? Yes. My she, mom sure. hates nicknames with a burning passion. Yeah. She thinks you should name your child what you're going to call them, so we never had any nicknames, no. even though my nickname is very nicknameable, like I could be a Jen, so that's or why like I mean, your, yeah. your name could come from Jennifer. I mean, yeah. It could be, like, so that's why I said no nicknames allowed. Gotcha. But, Ooh, no,
2: that's so an answer. Totally answers. valid. And I probably seen like for the one that you said you don't have or you don't know or don't don't have one favorite song. I would have done that probably too. So.
1: I was like, is oh, that yeah. cheating? But I was no, like,
2: it's, it's not the- cheating. Like if you don't have, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't want people reason. to be like, I don't know. I don't know I don't every time, know. but, like, one time is <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> it just depends
1: <laughs> on your mood, right? Like, sometimes yeah. I want this. Sometimes right. I Right. Oh, that.
0: yeah. For sure. <laughs> you got this, Shayna. All right, Vic, are you ready? On your marks, get set, go. What is your favorite
2: Disney princess? Belle.
0: Favorite type of cookie? Chocolate chip.
2: Where was the best vacation you took? Ooh,
0: uh, Cruise. How many hours of sleep do you get a night? Six. What is your favorite junk food? Uh, potato chips. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Ew, never. <laughs> what is your favorite childhood character? Ooh, uh, Nancy Drew.
2: What is your favorite animal? Uh, I like giraffes. Have you ever been in a
0: car accident? Yes. If you could be on a reality TV show, what would you choose? Mm, I hate reality TV flame <laughs> would you rather be hot or cold cold favorite brand of bottled water
3: uh smart water
0: do you say pop or soda pop music in the car or podcast or silence and we just had time but you could answer that one <laughs> music in the car <laughs> nice 27 questions what is so. the um what was the one to beat I actually think that might be the highest. No. Yes. No. no, I think. It, oh, twenty-seven is actually tied with Josh, I think. Yeah. But I'm but yes. she yes.
2: technically <laughs> didn't answer the twenty-seventh question before oh, the timer went. That is so true, I don't so we shouldn't it, get that. Oh,
0: 26 then. You're in the top five though.
1: That's okay. I didn't want yeah, to be really, really competitive. <laughs> so I feel good we did good without me being crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally just like turned my brain off and was like, whatever the first word came to my brain. <laughs> I was, like, I, yeah, yep, yep.
0: Well, I have some very good would you rather's, I think.
3: I'm like
1: okay, yeah. I want to hear.
2: Okay, Shayna, are you ready? Would you rather have every single library book request be super obscure and hard to find or have to cook something every time you want to take out? <laughs>
3: that's good oh this is so easy <laughs> library books i would rather oh, really? find obscure <laughs> library books <Shit>. i thought <laughs> that,
0: that would be a harder
1: a harder decision
3: um i don't like to cook
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait can we we should modify that what would be more annoying at the library no what about this okay I, I'm, I'm stealing the show no that's fine <laughs> what if okay instead of like um hard to find what if every time you went to help a customer find a book it was never on the shelf you always had to go through the rigmarole Oof. of, like, is it on a cart? Is it just lost? <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
0: That's, I think that's... Oh, okay, this is good. Now it's more difficult. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm still inclined to say... That I would rather the book not be on the
1: show. Yeah, because you're just like, ah, put it on hold, so we will find it yeah, later
3: for you. I could find some, like, I would get some, like, um uh, procedure to it where yeah. I would just, like, you're
1: like, well, this is a form you can fill out to complain. <laughs> or you get a call, like, you.
3: Despise,
0: I don't like cooking that much that I would rather. I just... guess I underestimated how much you didn't like cooking.
3: Oh, it's yeah. It's, really real. it's, it's real. It's real. Yeah. Um, I can cook. I would like to say that I know how to do it. I just yeah. don't enjoy it.
1: And I will say you have like grown a lot yes. over the last few years and like just like learning how to cook new things and stuff. Okay, well now I'm nervous.
0: Hopefully I got hopefully I got Jenna. We'll see. Um okay, Jenna. This is <laughs> your right. would you rather? That was a good modification to the would you rather. Jenna, would you rather have to wake up at seven AM every day for a year? <laughs> <laughs> or be forced to swim in a lane with a swimmer who has no idea what they're doing in a oh. swim lane for the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> I <hate> that is a good one. So, for context for the listeners, Abby and I used to go swimming at the YMCA all the time together. And I liked sharing a lane with Abby because I like. We kind of had a system. And let me say, if you're swimming in a lane with other people, you need to circle swim. That means you swim up one side, swim down the other side. None of this, like this half of the lane's mine, this half of the lane's yours, and we'll squeeze another person in the middle. So that being said, I also hate getting up early. But 7 a.m. is not too bad. It's not like you said five. And when I have an alarm or would my body just wake me up naturally? Like, would it be an easy out? <laughs>
0: You know uh I don't it's as easy as you think it would be <laughs> no, it would be hard
1: <laughs> I feel like I have to go with... The 7 a.m., I think. Because I feel like the 7 a.m. thing is, like, aspirational for me. Like, I would, like, (laughs) want to, like, make it it. a goal. You know, and I would be forced. But then I would feel really good about it. Like, I always feel good when I get up early. But the swimming thing is just annoying. There's, like, no good to come out of that. Like, at least if I got up at 7, I'd be like, my day started. And then I would go to bed earlier, and the 7 a.m. would be, like, easier if it was for a whole year. The (laughs) swimming thing would just make me crazy for the rest of my life. (laughs) So... So I, th- I think I think I have to go with that. Oh, yeah. well, there we go. Interesting. <laughs> Two interesting. solid answers
0: to "Would you rather."
2: All right, you can hop on over to our Instagram at Go Break the Ice Pod, and check out our "Promises
0: Kept," which I did add one to our podcast recently. So yes, and if you want to email us, like we said many episodes, <laughs> we don't get that many emails, so you can email us at go break the ice oh questions no questions at... At go break
2: the ice wow at... how the tides have turned <laughs> victory is the one who knows and abby does
0: not look this is my first time this mix had at least hey <laughs> <laughs> double the amount of mistakes wow okay okay <laughs> well we've had a great time uh jenna and shayna the ice has been broken
1: and library life has spoken
0: So this isn't a blooper. It's a bonus story. So get ready for a pretty funny bonus story from Jenna and Shayna.
1: Um, okay. So, you know, like the hell of a good dip. Okay. This is not a, this is, we should preface this by saying it's not really our story. It's, it's my cousin's cousin. <laughs> story, but I thought it was funny and I thought your listeners might like it. Uh,
2: okay. So you know the brand like hell of a good dip. Uh-huh. Do you
1: guys have that in the States? I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I don't know how um, I've heard of it,
0: but
1: anyway, keep going. So it's, it's like. It's like
3: H-E-L-U-V-A. Right. There's more letters in there. But it's I'm gonna like... look it up. You you tell a story. Anyways, so growing up, my aunt didn't want her, her or my cousins to say hell. So she always told them it was Haluva dip. So my <laughs> I like, our cousin <laughs> who works at a grocery store, um, a customer was like, Where's your hell of a good dip? And she was like, What is what are you talking about? We don't have that. So he like went and found it, brought it back to her till and was like, here I found it. And she's like, oh, you meant halluva dip. <laughs> I
1: was like what? "Oh a <laughs> oh, no. like classic Christian mom who's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so, <lucky. laughs> so much. That is super so <laughs> Okay. I also have the spelling <laughs> the jury is <laughs> out. Dip. It is H E L U V A. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so we just thought that was funny. It makes me laugh every time. We so now, when I'm waiting my like, word,
2: that's so funny.
1: Do you want some halluva dip? Haluba, now, I started saying it ironically, and now it's just part of my vocabulary,
3: yeah.